Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. If you are joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to quite a show that we have planned for you. And just to give you some context, Mama's Pearls is a family brand series, which I basically start the week off on Facebook with a bunch of questions leading into the theme of the week. And then usually on Tuesdays, I post a blog on my website, which is the www.mamaspearls.com and then from the blog it's really just a starting point that we dive into this show the Mama's Pearls radio show on Blog Talk Radio to delve a little bit further into the topics that we're talking about and the theme of the week and then we close out the week with a blog by my best friend Melissa called M's Gems so while I mentioned that it's a family show Today is not necessarily such, so I am going to put a word of caution that today's theme does contain some adult theme and may consist of some provocative language, so have your earmuffs ready, and it's not for the children. And to just recap, last week's show was called Mother's Teresa, and the Pearl of the Week was Simple Wish, Another's Bliss. And this entire month on Mama's Pearls, we've been really focusing on the mother and honoring the mother in honor of Mother's Day, which, as we said countless times before on the show, was created by a woman named Anna Jarvis in the United States as a way to honor the passing of her mother. And Anna herself was not a mother, and she was not married when she had no children. So the concept of a mother and what that really means can be broadly defined and takes on many twists and turns throughout one's life. It's not necessarily a biological connection to having biological children, but it could be something that we're birthing um, any sort of, of baby, so to speak, or a project, or caring for other women. Mother Teresa, we all know her as this emblematic symbol of the ultimate great mother who took care of countless children throughout her lives. And we talked about her journey last week on Mama's Pearls, as well as the other journeys of some really remarkable women who put themselves out there to care for the children of the world. Nobody would second-guess me in saying that along with Mother Teresa having millions of children, so does somebody like Oprah with her power and prestige and embracing embracing um, other people around the world that are not necessarily hers biologically. So I was very honored last week to, to have on the show a woman who I met through, um, through the Long Island Press, which is a publication out in Long Island that was hosting their quarterly events called the Fortune 52. And basically there's a woman named Beverly Fortune who features 52 women a year, one woman a week, remarkable women in Long Island. And Jamie Rapfogel who was our guest was somebody I met at this particular event and she was finding a way to 
really harness, she does have children, so she does have biological children, but she felt a calling to do something else and to do something um, meaningful and to give back to the world. And she met somebody who told her about this organization called Birthday Wishes, which was founded in Massachusetts. And so she founded the Long Island chapter of Birthday Wishes. And basically the simplest explanation of Birthday Wishes is it's an organization that brings birthday parties to homeless children. And how beautiful is that of a metaphor because some children aren't even able to really truly celebrate their their birthdays. Some families just don't have the means to give their child a party. And I always say at Mama's Pearls, it's not about the things, it's about the substance and the meaning behind it. But she's really amazed when she goes into these these shelters and brings her birthday boxes into these shelters and how how these children are so lit up from the inside, not necessarily because they're getting toys and they might be getting shoes, which is something that they that they need, but they're getting that special attention on their birthday and from somebody who cares. And the beautiful thing also that, that Jamie does is that she does this with her daughters and with her family, and it's something that her entire family is engaged in the service of others and in giving back and in and really lighting up and making a difference in somebody's life. So I encourage you to to check out Birthday Wishes. The website is www.birthdaywishes.org. And it really made me wonder in um and we touched upon honoring your biological mother this month when I had my mom on the show. We touched upon um having a mother's joy and what that means when you don't you don't necessarily feel that either as a mother or from your children or from your family and you're trying to to fill that empty space. Then we talked about the charitable aspects of of being a mother and what that means. And I figured to close out Mother's Month on Mama's Pearls, the best way to do it was to really go out with a bang and talk about this core of what really makes us a mother in the first place, and that is our sexual goddess energy. Now, I've been giggling all week about this show, and it's been raising actually a lot of issues for me, and I've been reminding myself of you know just exploring my own my own history of um coming into my own with my hormones and when I was a teenager and then my college phase and then my next phase and now my children's phase and now my maybe I'm done with children maybe I'm not phase and then looking at ahead of me of where I'm going cuz I know it's after the children's phase and after I clean up the 30s it's it's menopause and from what I've seen that's not so fun people so I really wanted to bring in somebody who can help make help us make sense of this and um if you're brave enough to call in today and chat with us the number here is 347 327-9450 and you can also email me at cynthia at mamaspearls.com and you can find me on twitter at cintweet and i was really thinking about you know, once the birthdays are done and once the light, the birthday candle lights go out, then what? 
what happens? What happens when you get into into that space? Now, if you're like most mothers, and I write about this this week in um, in our in our blog, Mighty Aphrodite, and the pearl of the week is divinely guided. If you're like most busy mothers, when you have that quiet time, you want to go to sleep. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to know from anything else. You just you just want to catch up on your sleep. And we either. We either, like everything else, we're trying to build up our our healthy relationship with our partner, with our spouse, and part of that relationship, a core part of that relationship is the sexual connection and the sexual relationship. So in honoring honoring that, I was thinking of, well, what does it mean to truly be a sex goddess? And then I started researching all of um all of the Greek god and goddesses, which there are a plethora of Greek god and goddesses, and um it can really make your head spin about you know how many gods and goddesses are out there i mean you you name something and there's a deity for it there's a deity for the ocean for war, for love, sex, and beauty. The love, sex, and beauty one is what I'm focusing on this week is Aphrodite. And we're going to talk about how to really tap into your inner Aphrodite. And joining us, and I didn't have a chance to connect with her before the show, so I hope she's on the air, but so joining us today to talk about what happens when the candles go out and you're in the dark is my special guest, Dr. Zahava Israeli. Now, Dr. Zahava, she will guide us basically through the journey of tapping into our most natural a natural resource, which I believe is our sexual energy, and basically what happens when when that energy burns out in your relationship. Dr. Zahava has a doctorate degree in psychology and almost 30 years of clinical practice under her belt. She's a foremost expert in the field of sexual dysfunctions and relationship and has published countless articles on subjects relating to her specialty. She's also been a consultant on various educational and documentary films. She's an active philanthropist herself. And she also, along with her husband, is a producing partner of the play called Orgasms, So, which brings the important issue of orgasms to the mind and soul of so many women that unfortunately never experience an orgasm or have difficulties experiencing one. So, Dr. Zahava, are you on air with us? She might not be on air because I am operating remotely today. So let me see if I can get her. It may take a second, but I promise you this tease is well worth it. Dr. Zahava, are you with us? Yes, I am. I'm with you from the very beginning. Hi, how are you doing? Wonderful. Great. How are you? I am fine, very well, and very orgasmic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so we're cutting out all the foreplay. And diving right in, and I and I and I told everyone in the beginning this is a show to have your earmuffs nearby, um, but I'm hoping by the end of the show people will be a little bit more open and a little less prudish. And one of the things I was talking about um, with Melissa on my way in in today before the show was kind of like you know the Sex and the City movie is opening up this weekend, and I'm sure that you've you've seen you've seen the show, and I'm sure most of our viewers, um, most of our listeners know about it, but it's really like, you know, each one of those characters represent like a a different sexual character, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's kind of like figuring out which one you are and which one you want to be and kind of going for it. So my first question to you is because when when I was reading up and doing research and talking to you and you were saying you're a clinical psych- psychologist that specializes in sexual issues, how is that different than a sex therapist? Because when I first thought of you, I thought that, you know, it was more like going to be Barbara Streisand from Meet the Fockers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, um, <laughs> husband 
and all of a sudden, you know, you look at things and you think of things um, that, that you didn't think before. Things as such as giving yourself all those things, um, you know, that you didn't uh, give yourself before. And I think sexuality uh, would be number one. You want to look sexy, you want to feel sexy, you you feel that you gained weight, you feel that, you know, no one is looking at you anymore. And all of a sudden, uh, being sexy and feeling sexy um, becomes a, a, a big uh, issue uh, in your life. Or at least it should be uh, uh, right. a big issue. It becomes important again. I mean, what else are you going to do exactly. when your kids go off? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, you know, when you're young and your husband tells you, oh, you're so sexy, I want you in bed every every night, you know, uh, you say, well, I don't want to hear that. Tell me I'm, I'm smart. Tell me I'm important. Tell me that you can learn things from me. But then when you come right. to, you know, a midlife crisis, you want to hear that you're sexy. You don't want to hear that you're smart. Right. You know that they think you're smart. Right. But, it's, um, it's, so, it's so interesting. And one of the things I was really... Um, really focusing on this week, particularly in the blog, are the different life cycles that a woman goes through, and most of it is connected with her um, her sexual cycle and her reproductive cycle. And um, my grandmother used to always say that um, that you needed to, as a woman, marry a man that loves you just a little bit more than you love him because a woman goes through so many changes during her lifetime, so many physical, you know, physiological changes that you want to make sure that they're going to stick around with you while you're going through it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Although, although we experience physical changes in our bodies uh, as we grow older and uh, the frequency of sexual activity tends to slow down, there is no reason in the world why enjoyable and fulfilling sexual relationships cannot continue. And most people right. think that, oh, yeah, that, that is it. Uh, um, uh, it should stop here. But no, it, it's, a, it's a wrong notion because, um, you know, sexuality involves so many different parts of our lives. Uh, you know, we, we have the biological, the physical, the psychosocial, and the social aspects of, of our sexuality. And uh, as, human, as, as human beings, you know, we are born with this uh, inner sexual drive uh, in order to... Um, uh, you know, for the human race to, to continue, obviously. And, right. and, and our sexuality is influenced by physical things like hormones, illness, medications. Uh, there are so uh, many other influences like, like uh, our mood and relationship uh, in our sexuality. So, and of course, not, let's not forget self-esteem. But right. Well... Yes, I mean I, that is that is that is first and foremost. But it also it also plays into how you know how a woman feels about herself and how she sees herself. And again, taking it back to like the Sex and the City characters, you can have a low self esteem but still be very sexual, or you can have a high self esteem and then you're you're not sexual because 
Um, you know, it's like a self-respected, you know, almost prudish act, aspect to how you see yourself. And I think there are times in our life where our self-esteem peaks and then it, you know, then it will backtrack um, where we are more open to different different situations. And one of the things I see with young young women, one of the things I talk to and are really cautious about is helping them build a healthy self-esteem so they can experience their sexuality in a healthful way, um, exactly. and I know, and, and I know you agree also that it's not just about and going having wild sex with with five you know five different people in one night. Although the people you know do have those sorts of experiences, but when you're really looking, and what I'm looking at is to building a lifelong relationship with somebody is how to keep that healthy that relationship healthy from all aspects and the sexual aspect is just another another um, facet of that relationship. Exactly. You know, if you look at, at, at women, when they're young and they're at the beginning of a relationship, there are no kids and they're just you and your partner and, um, you know, you, uh, you, a lot of women think that they have to give him a good time. And that's the wrong notion. I mean, why give him? Why not give yourself that good time as well? So, uh, but, but, uh, but anyway, you look at it, him or either it's for him or for her, there is sex. Um, that's like a bonding um, element uh, in, at the beginning of a relationship. But then uh, years right. later, you, 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 know, you get pregnant, you have kids, uh, you're busy, you don't have time, your libido drive is, is low. Slow. Uh, I mean, low. Um, you don't. You don't feel sexy. You don't look sexy. You gain weight here, or there. Right. And uh, all of a sudden, you look at yourself as a woman. I'm talking, as, you know, uh, from a woman point of view. You don't look at yourself as as the sexy woman you used to be, and you right. set yourself up to it that oh, I'm not as sexy as I used to be, and sex is not that important. Uh, the kids' uh, well-being is more important. The feeding and schooling and this and that, and you lose track of what's really important for you as a woman, and um, and and just think about it. It's uh, uh, another day and another day, another year goes by, and if you are with this notion that sex is not that important, there are other important things in in, uh, in life, then what happens to your relationship? It dwindles. Right. You know. And so, therefore, uh, my message to women is sexuality plays a very important role in your well-being. Um, And it doesn't matter what age you are. And and also remember that your sexuality belongs to you. And it's your pleasure as well as it's the pleasure of your partner. Uh, Whether you're alone with a partner, you still have sexual needs and desires and don't ever uh, depress them. Because, right. uh, first of all, no one can define your sexuality for you. You're the only one, can, you're your own boss you can, can, that can do that. And, uh, and it's up to you as a woman to express this part of you that is innate in you um, uh, throughout your life in any way uh, or right way that, that, that you wish. And make that like a, an agenda. Make that part of, like, on our, add that, add that, yeah, add that to the to-do list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> and I really mean it. You know, I mean, look, look at us. We are, let's say, we're inviting people for for dinner. So we plan the dinner. We know what we're gonna cook. We know how we're going to set the table. Um, everything is planned ahead of time. And and then at the end, you know, it's a beautiful dinner and a nice atmosphere. And we put the candles and and all that. And everything is is nice and everybody is happy. But when it comes to our sexuality, we don't plan ahead of time. We don't do all this. Uh, most people don't put the candles out, don't put the atmosphere in, in their bedroom. You know, I hate to say that, but if you look at people's um, homes or apartments or whatever, uh, wherever they are, their bedroom is the least uh, <laughs> attractive <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> room in, in the house. Usually you have boxes in their bedroom and, and all kinds of things yeah. because nobody goes to your bedroom so nobody sees it and this is where you can store all kinds of things. Right, or 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 you like or you like me, and my bedroom is littered with like action figures and toys and baby dolls and like all my kids' paraphernalia. <laughs> exactly, and all of that, as far as I'm concerned, should be out of your bedroom. The bedroom right. is the, the the domain of you and your partner, and this is where it's like, it has to be a romantic atmosphere, candles. Nice drapes, music, um, flowers, whatever it takes, because right. uh, people don't realize that in order to reach an orgasm, you need all that. This is all part of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most most of us need as much help as we can get. Um, okay. I'm going to take a, a quick pause and bring on Melissa because I see that she is on the line and listening, and I know she has a call at, in a little bit. So hang on one second. Melissa? Hi, guys. Hi, my um, dear. Hi. You're on air with myself and Dr. Zahava. Hi, how are you, doctor? This is... Uh, Already, I'm walking away with some great ideas, and so I'm I'm learning a lot. <laughs> this is why this is why we bring in the expert, and I know Melissa's working on um on the takeaways, and was extremely nervous about going into the theme for this week. She's like, "Well, what are you going to talk about, Sam?" <laughs> Called me out. She said, "Are you pulling a Charlotte?" And I said, "The deep inner is in there somewhere, and I just don't know how to bring it out." So, um, if I can find a way to bring it out in my gems, then hopefully everybody else will bring it out uh, in their bedroom (laughs) or in the kitchen. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, the fun thing about Melissa is that Melissa and I have known each other since we were 11 years old. So we've gone through a lot of history together and a lot of, you know, behind closed doors chatting and giggling about what we were experiencing and still and still do. Uh-huh. And um so going through this process with with both of you women is just for me just so so much fun and endearing. Oh, thank you. The yeah, the secrets that Melissa can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're doing it for for women because a lot of women don't really um, uh, give an importance to that part of their life. Uh, yeah, well, I, th- I think it's something. Uh-huh. I think yeah. also as I women, we have very high standards, and so 
you know, it, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> you know, what happens is it becomes very mental, and I think that 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 I don't think I speak alone when when things are very mental. The little thing can distract you, um, and 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 not let you to like immerse, immerse yourself in that part of your world on a normal basis, especially when you have three little kids and then you hear one cough. And you're thinking, uh-oh, is one going to walk in right now? And it, it, right. to set the mood is really probably um, something that we don't work on or make an effort to do because, it, 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 you know, we got a lot on our to-do yeah. list and we're also very mental in this state of our lives, especially when we're young moms and a lot, a lot of them are working or trying to figure out what to do the next day. So um, Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah, absolutely. And I also think that the word sex, became something like dirty or, or uh, right. snotty or, you know, and, uh, well, we shouldn't uh, mix sex with love uh, because, you know, it could be two different things. Uh, it, when you have sex, it, that, that not necessarily means that, that, that uh, you, you know, you, you, you're in a, in a lovemaking process. But um, uh, if we can think of orgasm, uh, and I'm, I'm emphasizing orgasm, more than six, because uh, <laughs> that's issue. okay. <laughs> the issue for women is that a very small percentage of women do reach an orgasm or experience even an orgasm. I remember right. I asked my mother; uh, they, she she was been she has been married for fifty years with the, to my father, and um, I once asked her, "Mom, tell me, have you ever experienced an orgasm?" And she says, what's that? Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, you know, I, she says, who, who had time for that? You know, we, we <laughs> <laughs> and, uh And unfortunately, a lot of men today also, don't, they don't know how to, how to pleasure themselves. They don't know how to give themselves an orgasm. They think that it's the man's job to uh, right. give them the orgasm. And I think if we women would be uh, more uh, empowered and give ourselves the permission, I think permission is a key word here, to have uh, an orgasm, to have sex and enjoy it, um, then, uh, then we would uh, be in a, in a better uh, situation. Uh, I think I told you that, Cynthia, once that uh, a lot of men say, why are women so bitchy all the time? <laughs> and, 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 I, and my, my theory is that if women could have had an orgasm like men do, then we wouldn't be that bitchy. I mean, we, we hold right. on to, uh, to that, to that uh, feeling. It's a drive that we depress, and that's not healthy and that's not good. Can I reference right. a very funny scene in Sex in the City that completely explains this kind of you know, it's very important. Go to for orgasm. it. Well, there's a scene where Go they're talking it. about orgasms, and uh, Samantha, you know, Charlotte questions Samantha. Well, what happens if the man finishes first? And Samantha says, "Well, I can." She goes, "When I RSVP to a party, I when I when I RSVP to a party, I like to come." <laughs> you know, basically, <laughs> you I know. make sure I come. You know, but. He's like, I'll finish it on myself. Well, I guess it's better done in in the scene uh, of uh, cafeteria in New York City. But um, right. you know, you have to have that attitude going into whatever you're going to do. That you know, yeah, it's but, your but, too. But, this is but a very the, important the, uh, 
Yeah, but the the difference is um, in paying attention to is also the differences in um, in the male cycle and the woman cycle. And just for a point of reference, when I was in college, I took a public speaking class, and one of my speeches was actually on the differences of the um, the male orgasm versus the female orgasm. Yeah. And it was a, it was around the time when when Harry Met Sally came out, and my whole reason for doing it is because I wanted to show the Meg Ryan scene where she's faking an orgasm in Cat's Delic- Delicatessen. And um, you know, for me, it was hilarious. But I actually learned a whole a whole bunch from that, where a man is pretty much pretty much A to C. It's pretty much straight a straight line for them. It's very linear, where a woman goes through all these curves and peaks and valleys, and it, you know keeps going and going and going, and um, and just even how we're how we're designed are really not matched. <laughs> it's not equal. Yes, you know, uh, uh, in our play Orgasms, the comedy, which has been playing now in seven countries, and uh, mm-hmm. we address the issue of male versus female orgasms. Uh, a male right. uh, orgasm is, is quite simple and very obvious, right? But, uh, right. you know, uh, so there is a scene in the play where the vagina talks to the um, uh, male sexual organ. I don't know if I can Penis. Say Yes, okay. <laughs> and the vagina and, and the, the penis comes up and says, you know, in 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 a, in a shock form and says, "Hey, I'm here. I'm ready." Uh, the vagina doesn't answer and says, "I'm here. Hello, I'm here." And so the vagina doesn't answer and says, "Hello, is anybody home?" And then the vagina, <laughs> the vagina looks at him and she says, "You know." Uh, what, who, you think that you can just barge in and, and that's it and, and, and I'm ready to, to uh, uh, receive you? No. You have to um, uh, be kind. You have to give me flowers. You have to take me to the theater. You have to be romantic. <laughs> you have to tell me uh, you love me. Um, I like to be kissed. You know, uh, I like to be wet. Uh, you can just barge in whenever you feel like and so, <laughs> so you, yeah. and it's so true. Um, yeah, keep women, going. Ready, yeah. <laughs> women, uh, the vagina needs to be ready to, uh, it's not for the men organ that they can, you know, just, uh, just can uh, um, do it whenever and, and whatever. Uh, and, and this is why, you know, uh, also we say in our play, I mean, my husband wrote the play, and um you know, people are looking for the G spot for years and years and years mm-hmm. and research and whatnot, and uh, can't find it. It's a very simple. Instead of G spot, look for the C spot. C stands for compliment. Right. And that's why they the play. You know, the man gives the woman compliment, and the more compliments, they're in bed. You know. And the more <laughs> it's very funny. It's a funny. It's hilarious. And the more compliments well, you keep there, there is a gauge on above the bed, bed that shows that the gauge is up, 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 up. And then at the, the last time, at the, the last compliment he gives her, he says, "Did you lose some weight, or is it my imagination?" And bam, <laughs> this is when she reaches an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's. There's so much in there. I, I don't even know where to begin. But the um, 
what I want to pull out of it and is that um, that a woman does take considerably more work than a man. And I don't mean to say men that you are easy, but you kind of are. And women are a little bit more complicated, a little bit more complex. Our equipment isn't as straightforward. And what you're saying, though, from what I hear about, especially with the compliments, which I love, and that's something, Melissa, in the in the gems that we can definitely focusing on in the speak up portion is saying that we, we need to be complimented, is um, that it's not just the um, point of purchase. <laughs> it's, it's really about... You know, for women, it's about the whole experience and being engaged and in, involved and um, and a per, you know a participant, not just um, not just the two minutes when you're when you're in <laughs> two to yeah, five because, minutes when you're yeah, when you're in bed between like your kids' sleep cycles. <laughs> it's true because for women, it's more connect sex or orgasm or it's more it's connected more with love and connection. Uh, emotional right. connection. Uh, right. And also, I uh, I have a theory that I don't know if I invented it or what, but uh, that's my theory, that a lot of women are such givers. You know, we're mothers, we give our children, we give our husbands. We're, we are givers uh, in, 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 in the majority of women. And because we're such givers, we have a hard time receiving. And... And to give ourselves the pleasure of sex, it's like we don't deserve it. And right. uh, if women would, would be more um, giving to themselves, just take a part mm-hmm. of, their, uh, of their giving and, and take it, give it to themselves, they will be able to enjoy orgasm and sex much more because they don't give themselves the permission to enjoy it. Right, and that that's why we, we're arming women and men, but women this month on Mama's Pearls with the with the empowerment that it is okay to give and to to tap into your your charitable nature, and it's it's also okay and certainly permissible to receive. And the the time that you spend alone with your with your partner or your spouse is a really good time to open up to that idea. So. Um, so what would you say, and I know, Melissa, that you have to click off, so whenever you do, that's fine. Um, but what would you say would be, if you're, if you're meeting with a couple and, it's their, um, and they're having these, these issues and they really aren't satisfied in the bedroom, you know, where would you begin? Where would you begin to, to help them tap into this, this goddess side of them? Okay, uh, that's, that's a very good question. Uh, I I would begin with the um, with the notion or with the, the question: uh, Does the woman uh, believe that she deserves to uh, receive pleasure? Uh, and if we start with that, not only that it's okay, but she deserves it. Uh, uh, that that can be a whole session, you know, because she never thought right. that she deserved it. But, um, uh, you know, if you ask me what is the major, major complaint uh, in, in sexual dysfunction, I would say mm-hmm. that uh, more men complain that their wives don't want sex anymore, they are not interested in sex anymore, uh, it's not like it used to be, blah, 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 she never has time with me. Uh, so those are the complaints of, uh, uh, that, that men will bring uh, to the table. 
um, very small percentage women would say, I want sex and he doesn't, although that happens too. Right. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I, I would begin with communication. Uh, believe it or not, um, the, the, uh, most couples, their communication skills are so poor that uh, no wonder why the uh, sexual life is, you know, looks like that. Also, you know, so it's very complicated because it involves many, many aspects of the relationship. Uh, right. But I, will, I would really start with how they met and how was it at the very beginning and what was it that attracted them sexually to each other because, they, you know, you tend to forget. And... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's uh, true. Yes. <laughs> And, and bring them well, it, it, well, actually, I wanted to, to just stop there and, and just emphasize that because for me, that that is very, very true. We move so far away, um, and it's not it's not anyone's fault. It's just how your natural life cycle with your your partner and just experiencing life um, accumulates. That you move farther away from the beginning of when you met. So if you've been with someone who five, ten, fifteen years, and you have all this history together. It's very hard to go back to the the beginning, those those initial butterflies when you first met, or however you first felt, and the curiosity, and because you already know them so well, and they know how to push your buttons. Obviously, not all your buttons, not your complimentary buttons, but they know you. Um, they know you so well, and vice versa, that you get to a place in your relationship where it can, can get very um, stagnated. So exactly. unlocking the exactly. unlocking the blocks and taking them to the beginning for me is a really really helpful reminder. Yes, I would ask couples when was the last time you were together alone without children, right. just on a vacation. You know, right. mind-boggling what I hear. Some of them right. haven't been together for ten years. Right. And, you know, it's all. So how do you want to have that intimate relationship? That that that, that intimate. intimate sexual um, uh, uh, attraction when when you don't really, uh, when you're not even intimate with each other. Right. Right. You got you to gotta do something to keep it alive and to keep connected and, um, and, and apart from your children and your family life. And I, I've always said that and, and feel that that's true, that I believe that, um, that each person in a family unit needs their alone time. They need their time to themselves, and then they also need the time together. They need the one-on-one time with each member of the family, and then particularly among the spouses that you need that time to reconnect, to catch up, to exactly. um, to to look in their eyes and remember why why you love them in the first place. Yes, and also if you if you give yourself you know simple uh, tasks throughout the day, don't forget to hug each other, men and women. Right. I mean, we have our children, we kiss our children, we tell our children we love them, but we don't tell each other that. Uh, once a day, twice a day, hug each other. Tell each other you love, uh, you know, I love you. Uh, just call, just, I just call to say I love you, right? Romance. Right, we need a little romance throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the, your day can be such rough, but but a rough day and, and full of aggravation and anxiety. You get a call from your husband. Right. Uh, Gee, I just called to say I love you. I mean, what? 
you don't need more than that. You don't need the, right. uh, a fur coat or, 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 or a diamond ring, you know? <laughs> right. Those those help too, but yes, the core connection is is the the basic reminder. And you know, when when you're going through your day as a woman, as a mom, as a, a working mother, as a working person, you you tend to just focus on all the things you have to do and being pissed off at the things that don't get done or that your spouse isn't doing. And so when when you just like step out of that for a minute and just say, you know, everybody's everybody's life is difficult and we all have our own challenges and we all have a mile long to do to do list, to take that simple moment of gratification to one of one another for just being there. Exactly. And you know the irony of our life is that we uh we're stressed out and all this and that the one person that gets the worst of us is our partner. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Because we allow. Yeah, they get the. Yeah, for better or for worse. Yes. <laughs> it was from day one. It was right there, spelled out. <laughs> and when I yeah. when I when I talk about a partner, I mean you know vice versa, men and women. Um, right. So, so don't I see, I see that we have a um, another caller that I would love to bring on the air because we have about five minutes of the substantive part um, remaining. Then we'll dive into into a fun part. But this whole thing's been really fun. So, hang on with Zach. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Mama's Pearls. Is this Edie? This is Edie. Hi, Hi Edie. Edie. Welcome. Hi. I welcome. am in such uh, awe of all of these ladies on air right now. And I... Are we, are we making you blush a little bit, or are you yeah, okay? a little bit. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old teaser. <laughs> a, a happy one. You're sitting orgasmic. <laughs> anyway, I have a poem that I just want to share, and it just touches okay, on great. a lot of things that you've already spoken about. It won't take long. It's called Please Infa- Infatuation Turned to love. Infatuation is attraction of the first romantic kind. Yes, fantastic kind and also a most basic kind. But turning it to blue, the true blue of love, a caring and a sharing are a must to envelop, to develop. At first it's something in his eyes, a special spark to turn eternal. Then his name you love to hear his voice to linger everywhere. And oh, the vision of this person is enough to skip a beat. A flush, a flutter, all inside sends you high to another world. And drifting far away with him, you release yourself to this existence. So exciting as to go beyond your wildest dreams and mystique. Now, <clears throat> listen to his words. Then you'll know for sure if their meaning's worth repeating. If this love will have a chance. Your thoughts, his thoughts, need to heed to harmony. Then your time together spent becomes precious with being, and you care just how he's feeling. As you share in daily toils, thus you live and bring each other life. So this is when the love takes over. In spite of any strife, promises and hopes and dreams are shared because you cared. And as this love inside you grows, a world about you brighter glows, and a spark be kindled can with simple thoughts. First romantic, yes, fantastic, and also a most basic kind, as love turns timeless, turns selfless, 
and flows on so full of wonder. Beautiful. Whoa, who's that, who's, who's that by? Me. I wrote it. You wrote that? I wrote that. I write poems. Love it. I love it. And I... I and you were like you were practically singing it. That was beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Edie. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah, I I admire this uh, Cynthia lady. She's she's way <laughs> up there on my list. Yeah, she's Thank a great you. lady. Okay. Well. Yeah, you're 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 all right too. <laughs> no, Edie knows I adore her. I, I, Edie, Edie is not a stranger, and I um and I told you, Dr. Zahava, most of my my callers in my community, I've only had one person who's called in from outside my my, you know, my known community. So Edie is definitely within the circle. So I thank you, Edie, for coming on and sharing that with us. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. And it's. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Well, I think that was much yeah, exactly. And I think that was um that was probably much more eloquent than than the story I was gonna share about uh, Aphrodite who basically they were saying that she was born when Uranus, who's the father of the gods, was castrated by his son. So basically his son Cronus ripped off his dad's balls and threw them into the sea and that's how Aphrodite was born. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so that's saying that. a lot, right? Yeah, those those Greeks were I mean, it was it was really trippy when you're when you're reading about the gods and goddesses and um but there was a true belief and even you know if you if you believe in in the mythology that it was actually lore that um that the gods and goddesses were walking in plain sight among the mortals among us among us humans and there were stories about humans and gods and goddesses procreating which just kind of you know, turned me on. I got to be honest. Was okay. That that's really a possibility to to um, you know to to marry and and have sex with a god. That's that's a, that was possible, at least in in those times. And and to them it was. And there's countless stories of it going going back and forth and of the intermingling between the gods and and the um and human race. So I just think it's it's fascinating. So when people saying tapping into your divine energy, your goddess energy that the spirit is is within you, you know, who knows? Down way back down grandma grandma Jenkins gene pool, who who knows what happened to her on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> So it it is possible that there are still gods and goddesses walking among us and I would argue that with the with the women in this world being the source of creation um and the source of procreation in this life that very much so the goddesses still exist and um and not to forget about how to tap into your goddess energy which is very much tied into your sexual energy again whether or not you're actually procreating or not um but it's a very real raw power that if you do feel blocked perhaps take a look at that and you and your partner take a look at that and try to open up your space and the spark kindled can yes 
Okay. Thank you, Edie, so much okay, for calling in, and we'll okay. talk later. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Dr. Zahava. Yes. Yeah. Woo! My hair's, my head's like, my hair's like all messed up. I'm spinning. I feel like I need a cigarette. <laughs> so where where do we leave it in in um, our listeners' minds and our listeners' hearts about them taking the next step? And then we're going going to jump into my come tell mama segment. Okay, I I just want to touch on one one more important factor, mm-hmm. yeah, and that is libido, which is the uh, your sexual desire and 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 and, and interest, uh, because sexual desire will you know change throughout our lives, and depending on so many factors uh, uh, such as our health, stress levels, mood, satisfaction with our relationship, and so on and so forth, or even a new baby, you know, an addition, a new addition to the family. Uh, and so the libido, libido it decreases, and if we keep it at, at that uh, decreased level, then it can become dangerous because then to bring it up will be very difficult. So what we need right. to remember is that you know there are many things we can do, such as to rest, relaxation, um, uh, recreation, uh, exercise, uh, have a more positive uh, you know uh, outlook. Um, all of this, and, and general well-being, all of this helps our libido drive to um, to increase and uh, even think sexy and feel sexy, uh, buy ourselves a new dress or sex dress and, and get rid of these old pajamas and buy something more uh, sexy for the night or even sleep naked. Hey, easy, easy with the pajamas, okay? Easy. Attached <laughs> <laughs> to mine. <laughs> but I hear you. Bon- Bonnie's been trying to work on me for a long time, my friend Bonnie. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, no, oh, because all of those uh, factors keep the burn the the candle burning. Right. Right. It's it's like everything else. It's a muscle. It's your mm-hmm. sexual muscle, and it needs to be exercised. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it grows lethargic and loses it, loses its shape, like everything Beautiful else. Sex. Yes. Yes. Um, And sometimes, like some other people I know, when you were talking about, and I, you know, I want to take another minute and just talk about this a little bit more because we kind of mentioned it quickly, and that was um, the emotional and and psychological release that you get Mm -hmm. from having sexual experiences, especially pleasurable sex, sexual experiences, and there is um, an empowerment that comes that's kind of like the flip side of the being bitchy and running around feeling irritable and all pent up. And there is a lot of sexual aggression and, and repression that happens, um, and sometimes you do need that release, or it's like some, some people I know say you do need to just bang it out. Um, you know, while, while crude, it's, it's true that, um, you know, from a personal experience that I've had, I know there was a couple of weeks or maybe even like a month where it was just really intense, intense. And having had a sexual experience, it just totally released. And we kind of remember like, oh, yeah, that, that's why, (laughs) that's why it's good for you. Um, so and I know that you feel very very strongly that um that women and and men will be happy and and 
who wouldn't be happier if we all were able to achieve orgasms and 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 achieve um, a happy, satis- satisfactory <laughs> well, sexual uh, yeah. relationship? Absolutely, because just think of this uh, picture where uh, a couple is in bed, uh, he is having his, his orgasm, and then uh, she's, she's left uh, 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 high and dry, and, uh, you know, she doesn't know how to ask, uh, to continue because she's ashamed or whatever or she doesn't deserve it and then she gets angry they go to sleep they turn it you know uh, he wants to uh, uh, continue and she says no never mind never mind and uh, they right. turn her back to each other uh, here comes the morning he wakes up you know happy he had his orgasm she wakes up angry she doesn't even know why she's angry and irritable and uh uh, and then, it, you know, I, and it goes on and on because people, as I said, communication, you need to tell right. your partner, hey, right. I haven't had my orgasm. I need my orgasm. <laughs> you know? you're, not go- you're not going to bed so quickly there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> or, or on the flip side, if um, now that it's going into a holiday weekend, it's probably a really good time to add this to your calendar, onto your to-do list. And if you're looking for something else to do, I know that there are people out there um, who do host um, sex toy parties. So it might be a, a very good and fun thing for you and a bunch of girlfriends to do is to throw a sex toy party. It's kind of like um, Pampered Professional, but instead of Tupperware, like you can fill in the blank and imagine what, what, they're, what they're selling, um, but could be, could be really fun to do, to do with your girlfriends and hopefully add some, add some more spice back, back to your relationship. Yes. And also, yes. you, you, as, as couples, you can see, um, you know, uh, 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 movies together that are sexual and, and sensuous. That helps a lot, a great deal. Look at magazines together. Do those things together to, uh, you know, uh, bring up. The yeah, I, I, I think, I think a lot of people are extremely resistant to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And again, it's going through and knowing and getting to a level of comfort before you can take the next stages. Because a lot of times, you know, that will bring up. Um, you know, close somebody down more than opening them up. And, you know, but find what it is that that does make you feel sexual, and I think it's different for everybody. Um, You know, find what it is that really does turn that does turn you on, um, right. because I think I think people and and especially women like there's this whole like do I be like the Madonna or the whore, and mm-hmm. it's either one spectrum or the other, and there's really no room for um, for the middle ground. And I believe in a relationship you can explore all aspects of yourself, and right. it's not a it's not a negative thing to do. And I'm just going to cue out, um, if you're listening live, it's going to stop the live stream, so you'll need to go to the archives to listen, to, to finish up listening, but we're going to continue talking because I can't let go of this topic so quickly. I just want, I want yeah. the audience, the, the listeners, to, to distinguish between hardcore movies and sensual massages. Right. Uh, a lot of men will bring home hardcore uh, uh, films, and that is a turn-off. And men don't right. uh, realize that that's a turn-off for many women. But bring on right. sensuous massages, sensuous, uh, uh, you know, romantic films, and and uh, and very sensuous, and that will really um, 
do the opposite. I mean, it, it, will, it will increase the libido, it will uh, bring you closer, and it will not be eternal. Right, and and the idea of like what is a romantic sensual film um, differs to everyone, and um, and you know it, it could be something that taps into your your partner's emotions, or it could be something that you know that that's beautiful in costumes and eye candy, or it could be something that that is really raw um, and more on like the base sexual energy. I mean, I think you really have to tap into what level that you're already at and honor that and explore that um, and then raise it up a level. I mean, you know, we're talking pretty basic here, but eventually, you know, you move up into the more tantric phase, which is, you know, your whole body and your whole spirit um, acting with your partner and raising up through the levels together, um, you know, to create that sort of overly euphoric experience. So, you know, don't don't just, yeah. Communicate with your partner. Right, and trying to keep your judgments out of it. I think that's something that's really hard for women um, yeah. to, you know, to try and be objective about it and honest about it, and not cast like these judgments of themselves. Like, oh, if I'm if I do this, if I role play, for example, then then cool. I'm going to be seen as a whore. Um, cool. More than likely, your partner's just going to get excited <laughs> and going to and is and is going to get into it and will go along. Um, so, you know, but you can also talk about it. So I think it's, um, it's really important. Very important yeah, I th- to talk about it because if you assume and he assumes, then you get nowhere. Talk about right. it and open up about it. And the more you talk about things that um, you kind of not don't have the courage to talk about, the better your sex life would be with your partner. Right. <laughs> I hear ya. All right. So, closing out the substance important portion of Mama's Pearls today. Today we were talking about sex and being a sex goddess and tapping into your sexual energy. And if you need to um, to kind of like clean your ears out and shake your head and figure out what we're listening to and you want to hear it again, you can need to come back for more on the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls. You can find me on Facebook at Mama's Pearls. You can find me on Twitter, which is Sintweet, or you can always email me at Cynthia at MamasPearls.com. Be sure to check out the play Orgasms, which I really feel is is um, doing for orgasms what Eve Ensler has done for uh, the vaginas with vagina monologues. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, that's that. Do you, do you want to give any contact information, or do you want people to just go to the Orgasms website? Uh, you know, I uh, I will, but I just want to leave the the uh, listeners with uh, with a um, sentence that they might that, that it will be uh, very helpful to remember to feel sexy, okay, to feel sexy, and to look sexy is to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I think if you remember that, that will, but in itself is a permission. Uh, Orgasms, the comedy, plays in seven countries, and you can just go to www.orgasmstheplay.com, and uh, you will see where it plays and all about the uh, play. And I and I do wanted to add one thing because you mentioned with your with your mom, and that is my my grandparents who passed away last year. 
they maintained a, a, a sex life, I think, <laughs> I don't know exactly when they stopped, but I'm going to say well into their 80s. Wow, and they used wow. to giggle, yeah, right? They used to giggle and flirt with each other all the time. And it was the cutest, best thing to watch. And you would talk about sex and my grandmother's eyes would just like light up and they would look at Aww. each other. And, <laughs> and it was like, it was just, people. they were very healthy. Well, okay, let's not go that far, but yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, they've had tons of issues, but as far as their connection and devotion to each other as a married couple, very, very healthy and strong and bonded and such an inspiration. So if you are in your 40s or midlife or 50s or 60s and think that your sex life is over, it's not. You still have a long ways to go. So, like Dr. Zahava says, it's something to be healthy and to maintain your your physical being um, and your emotional being and psychological being and all those beautiful parts of yourself. Okay. So now we segue into the Come Tell Mama section. So, Dr. Zahava, I would like to know what your luxury indulgence is. (laughs) Ah, um... You're talking sexually or, or, or motherly? Anything. It could be anything. anything. This is this is this is kind of a separate portion, but um, yes. but you know, yeah, it's kind I, of hard to to pull yourself out of that mood. <laughs> yes, this is. I think my kids. I think my children. Uh, their mm-hmm. success and their well-being and their um, uh, relationship with their partners. Uh, is really uh, my um, indulgence in life, Anna, because I've been there, I've done it, uh, I keep my own, but I'm really looking uh, forward, and that gives me a great, great, great pleasure to know that my kids are on the right track. That's awesome. So I think I know the answer to this one, but which of the following would you choose? The best sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep of your life? The best. What was the last one? Sleep. Ah, um, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's so having, hard. It's, having it's set, so having hard. having sex in bed with a good meal, lots of chocolate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why limit yourself? But if you had to select one, I mean, we we've, we've talked about sex would, at nausea for the last hour. Yes, I would say it's the best sex of my life, yes. Yeah, yeah, I I would think you had to. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would think you have to. They they would come, yeah. Yeah, because to me, sex equates with health. Right. With being healthy. So, yeah, well, yeah. I I would say you would have to choose that. Otherwise, it would have to come revoke your license. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what is your favorite movie genre? Comedy, uh, romance, com- horror, Comedy action. and romance. So I would nice. say comedy and, and, and together with romance, yes. Okay. With food, do you prefer sweet or salty? Salty. Okay. And what do you consider your most beautiful feature? Uh, my most beautiful feature, uh, my body. <laughs> um, there you go. 
<laughs> no, nope, I love it. There you go. And the best advice that your mama gave you? Behave like a third wife. <laughs> well, okay, wait. So I've heard of stuff like this before, where like the first one you marry for love, the second one you marry for money. So what is the third wife? See, uh, the third wife, I, I guess, it's the ultimate uh, marrying for uh, money and wealth. I mean, money and um, uh, traveling all around sex. the world. Traveling, so, sex. Yeah. Yes. So if That's you can so be all, all three as a, as a first uh, wife, you made it. <laughs> I love that. And that that's a woman awesome. that has been—that's a woman that has been married for sixty years to the same man. <laughs> wow, wow! And how long have you been married? I've been married forty-two years to the yeah. same well, your husband. Yeah, well, you guys are probably the happiest people bopping around. Um, <laughs> we work on it. We work like, on it. Yeah. Yes, it's not easy. It's See, even for the expert, it's not easy. Oh, my goodness. All right, so if anyone can can actually concentrate after this call, I invite you to, to go back to your day job. And I just wanted to thank Dr. Zahaba for opening up this, this somewhat very protective um, and sacred space that that we all feel and and making it very accessible and approachable and very fun this concept of our of our sexual sexuality and sexual energy oh. so thank you so much for oh. for sharing this hour with us thank you for having me and it's my it's my pleasure and anytime I hear uh, of women that that are more involved sexually with themselves um, it makes me uh, very very happy. And that's, uh, that's my, my contribution to to the world, to women in um, especially. And thank you for your focus and for all your help. And I would love to have you back as a regular on the show. And um, I'd love to actually have you back to talk about more getting more into the menopausal phase. Mm-hmm. That, that thinking of thinking of it alone just gives me hot flashes. Good <laughs> <laughs> luck. So, yes. Thank you. So, thank you, everybody. And this is Cynthia of Mama's Girl. Thank you. It's an orgasmic day. (laughs) Bless bless each other. Bless your friends with having an orgasm today instead of having a nice one. (laughs) Exactly. It doesn't get any better than that. So, thank you again. And, um, yeah, I think Dr. Zahava said it best. So, this is Cynthia of Mama's Pearls and Dr. Zahava reminding you to enjoy your children, indulge in your family, say I love you, and remember to have an orgasmic day. Um, The inner goddess is within you, and do not be afraid to let her out. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.